Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com Yo, it's your boy, LC the Artist, and I'm politicking with Poe on Poe Politicking. Yeah. Living it up, living this life with no fucks. Holding it down. Told all my niggas, you know that I'm holding it down. Yeah. Living it up, living the stuff in the fucks, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. I've been working on this very moment. Show you my could open, yeah, yeah. You see what I see. Hope you can see what I see. I've been working on this very moment. Show you my could open. All I ever did was dream Seems I was like 16 But a young nigga like me Turn dreams to reality Guess that's been the life scheme Damn like to break screens Money's always been the motive So you know that I get green uh, Niggas been living the regular I've been trying to keep it going Instead of rushing Got me feeling better than ever Where would I want? I ain't checking the weather These shoes keep me cool in the summer And I got that yoga flame Until the sun's up Yeah, yeah. 
Polepolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and download our app. I'm now politicking with LC the Artist. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. All right, so I want you to talk about your hometown a little bit. Uh, <coughs> I'm from I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. You know where Drake's from and stuff. Where That's how people really know Toronto right now. Um, Drake, The Weeknd, Party Next Door, those kind of people. Um, I don't know. It's different up here. We're very multicultural. A lot of... A lot of different cultures are just clashing up here. So it's like everything's kind of just merging because you meet so many different types of people here and just kind of connect with them and and build on that. Like, I I think I have, like, the most diverse group of friends probably just because of growing up here. All right. So give us an interesting fact about you. Uh, I used to do streetball. Like like the and one, like, streetball videos. Yeah, I'll say so like, you was over there, like, earthquake and shit. Yeah, you, you know, um, and the professor and them. Exactly, exactly. Like I, I kind of jumped on. I think I watched it from like and one volume three is like when I first got introduced to it, and then I started doing my own videos and I went to like Buffalo to do the open run and stuff. But I was actually too young to play in the game. Okay. Yeah. All right. So give us your background. Like how long you been in music? How you got involved with it? Um. So I, I first started uh making music. Just one of my homies hit me up. He was working on music, and he's like, yo, you should you should do some of this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of tried it at first. I didn't even really know what I was trying to do. I was just messing around. And um, that would have been like like 2004. <coughs> and then I started realizing, like, it's a way for me to deal with, like, my own issues and, and clear my thoughts. And my It was like a coping mechanism for me. So that was a good way for me to kind of get things off my chest. Um and and then kind of from there, I was just kind of playing around. I would do, like, shows at my school, like, assembly and stuff like that. And then I would say, like, 2009 was, like, when I first started to kind of start taking it serious. I did, like, my first mixtape because my homies were like, yo, you should drop some music for real, for real. And then 2012 was when I really just started pushing it and and trying to be the best version of myself every time and, and taking time and learning how to actually try to make it sound good. So I do all, like, the mixing, mastering. Uh, the recording, everything is all done by me. Um, I work with a lot of different producers, but I'm also producing for myself as well. And I actually do all like my own videos, like production, mostly because of like the streetball world. I was doing my own videos then, so that's kind of how I had that beginning in that. Right? Who was your influences in music? Um, I mean, as cliche as it sounds, Tupac. Uh, that's why you got just, your nose ring. No, no, no. <laughs> actually, I just got this like last year. Uh. But um, now I think just seeing like one, he was just like 
motivational, regardless of like all the different things he was going through and like all his like situation and stuff. People like him, uh, AZ, like I'm a fan of the underdog, so Nas is dope, but I feel like AZ was always like the one that I gravitated towards. Yeah, I like AZ uh, too. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Taleb Kwali. Like, I like conscious rap, but I also like if you can make conscious rap jumpy, you know? Like, if people can relate to what you're saying and, and it connects to them in a, on a personal level, but you could also still vibe out and, and enjoy it in a party or whatever. All right, then I noticed your name's Elsie the Artist. So what what would you say makes you an artist, makes you unique, stand out from everybody else? Um, I think I think the biggest thing that, like, the reason why I call myself Elsie uh, the Artist instead of just, like, Elsie the Rapper is uh, because I don't just... I don't just rap, but I also don't just do hip hop. And I also don't only work on music. I also do video production and stuff like that for other artists around the city up here. Um, and I do literally like the whole do it yourself, like pioneer movement. Like I embody that as well. So I really try to just make sure that I'm trying to find the best way to actually showcase everything that I'm doing. Like simultaneously while I'm like working on music, I'm still doing photo shoots for like independent clothing companies or a dancer hit me up and they want me to do like a film a video for them uh and and post that for them so those kind of things are also a part of my artistry so that's why i call myself lc the artist all right and what are some of your current projects you're working on right now um so i actually just recently got accepted to a3c in atlanta mm -hmm. uh so i'm just kind of really preparing for that i have a show august 16th in toronto um at the adelaide hall and really, I'm just trying to work on, like, fine-tuning, like, the projects and, and the songs that I haven't released yet um, and putting together, like, a solid EP. My next mixtape or album is probably going to be called Nature's Course. And course not being, like, an actual, like, track, but being, like, how, like, the texture, like, course as if it's rough. Because life is rough and it's inevitable how we go through it. We still got to go through the ups and downs and trials and tribulations. Right. Then speaking of life is rough, I want you to talk about some of the sacrifices you made for your career so far. Um, even something as simple right now is like I just look at the fact that I'm working like a a super part time dead end job just because they give me that flexibility to say like if I have a show on the same night of work I can tell them and they'll accept it. They won't like be like, No, you need to figure it out. You need to come to work. Um, you over there stripping? Sound you over there stripping? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'll be real. I work at the YMCA. Uh, <laughs> but but on the real, like they literally like just let me like do my own thing. So if if I have a performance, I can talk to them and let them know that because my homie actually is my supervisor. So I can talk to him and be like, "Yo, I got a show coming up next week." And he's like, "Okay, we'll figure it out." And I, I, I'm gonna try to help as well. I'm not gonna just be an asshole about it, but. Um, I'm not coming to work regardless. And they know uh, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, what, I would say, so what motivates like you to, uh, to make music? What, what, what motivates me? I think, um, when I just kind of grew up in a household of listening to like music, like my mom just loved music, uh, especially like the Motown stuff, uh, in, in nineties, like R and B and hip hop. Like I grew up on that. I have an older cousin that like I live with for most of my life and he's like 40. And he introduced me to, like, more, like, the gritty hip-hop, like, DMX and, like, the locks and, and that kind of stuff. So I think I was always listening to it growing up my whole time. And then I realized that I could deal with it, like, with my own issues. Like, 
whether it's like something like small and, and it might be something petty for other people, but for me, it was like just to get it off my chest as well as just realizing that people were actually connecting with what I was saying and wanted to hear more from me. So it's like a mix of like feeling appreciated as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And what would you say the keys to success are in life? Um, never giving up and, and being your, you could be like, as I always say, like your, your worst critic, but you have to be honest to yourself at the end of the day. So when you, when you listen to your music and you play next to somebody else's music that is in the industry or whatever, you have to be honest and compare it and, and be able to say like, no, I feel like I'm at that level or no, I, I need to change this up or this doesn't sound good. Like not just because it's me, it sounds good. So like, I think being honest is a huge thing. And it's kind of the same thing, but what advice would you give to a new artist? Um, Honestly, just do what you want to do. At the end of the day, you should be doing it for yourself. You shouldn't be doing it for anybody else. You shouldn't be doing it to like, just to make money or whatever. Like at the end of the day, you should be doing it because you enjoy doing it. And that's the biggest thing like to me, like a job versus a career. Uh, a career is something that you want to do, that you enjoy doing, that you're making a living off of and appreciating it. Whereas a job, it's just like, I need to pay bills. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that's a big difference between like, even just a lot of artists that I'm seeing come up right now, it's like, I'll see some guys come out and be like, you know, I just started rapping, you know, but they were trapping or whatever. So they're just trying to find a way to watch their money. So like, there's so many different things that people do. Um, but at the end of the day, as long as you're doing it because you actually want to do it, it it's going to be more beneficial and it's going to just sound more genuine and everything. Where do you see your career in five years? Uh, I mean, I should be at like, you know, I should be performing at some of the bigger festivals. Um, and just in general, I'm just trying to be, uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I want to be able to say that I'm living off of doing the music stuff. Like whether it's even being behind the scenes, like even if I'm just like doing videos for people or whatever, or uh, I'm producing for people, helping people songwrite. Uh, as long as I'm a part of this media industry, I'm going to be happy. And I feel like in five years, I'm going to be able to say that that's what I do. And I, I'm not at the YMCA three days a week. And then do you feel uh, social media is important? Say that again? Is social media important to you? Uh, it is, um, I'm actually like, I usually just watch it for all the dumb stuff that's on there right now. It's kind of crazy. But at the same time, people, especially in our day and age and, and everyone that's just doing it by themselves and doesn't have like a record label behind them, it's huge. And it's crucial because if you can find a way to, to grab social media and, and get that attention, those are fan bases across the world. Like it makes it a lot cheaper to even try to promote yourself by doing these kind of things on social media. Yeah, which uh, platform do you like the most? Uh, Instagram. Just because I think uh, I'm into, like, the video stuff and photography. So aside from, like, watching all the dumb videos, like the World Star type videos, I'll watch, like, just people that do, like, dope photos or or dope little clips and, and the comedy. People just put comedy skits on there. It's crazy. Man, why should they follow you on social media? Uh, I'm always updating. I'm always trying to showcase what I'm up to next. And aside from just like being introduced to my music, you're going to come across people that I work with that I appreciate that I'm proud to say that I would support regardless of if they're big right now or if they're blowing up. All right. And I want you to share a life hack with us. So like something you use in your life that improves it dramatically. Um, I'm going to be honest. 
I've only recorded in like two actual studios. I record everything at home and my room isn't curated uh, for like, like soundproofing and sound recording. And people continuously ask me where I record. So a lot of people think that you need to have like the the top notch equipment and all that stuff, and that's good if you uh, have it. <laughs> are yeah, if you if you got the money to do all that, that's cool. But at the end of the day, uh, Nav just said it the other day that uh, he just recorded his newest uh, or his first album. He recorded that on a hundred dollar mic. Who's who? Uh, Nav, the oh, guy okay. that's on uh, Travis Scott's project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said he recorded uh, his first album on a hundred dollar mic. ASAP Rocky recorded uh, that first mixtape that he got big off of at like somebody's like basement like studio, so that saves a crazy amount of money. That money can be invested in so many other things because people pay like fifty an hour just to go and lay a verse. Yeah, I say I want to talk about that too because I know a lot of people they always think like you need so much to get started. Sometimes you got to use what you got and then take it from there. Shit. Exactly. You got you got to use what you got and then you got to remember that you can learn. You can always learn more things. So my when I first started mixing all my stuff, it sounded like trash. I ain't going to lie. It was terrible. But I progressed and I learned how to do it to a point where I know how to mix my voice for sure. I don't know if I can mix everybody else's voice, but I can mix my voice to a point that it sounds like the same thing if somebody were to go pay $50 an hour at a studio. Um, and I'm not, I don't have like crazy equipment. So... Then what would you like to say to your uh, fans, people that have been supporting your career so far? Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's actually been like, like reaching out to me and, and all that stuff's motivational. Thank you to everyone that voted for me because the A3C event, I wouldn't have made it if I didn't get enough votes. No, I've been saying that's actually how I found you because I had got that email. So I saw you. That's how I found you through that email. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, when they were sending them emails out, like it was like a contest or something. Yeah, 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 that's how I found you actually. So, word. So that's what I'm saying. Like that kind of stuff. Like, and even for example, like just you reaching out to me, whether you're a fan or not. Like, I just appreciate you doing that because you don't have to do that. Yeah, you know. So it's validated for me. All right, man. I want to say thank you. For come through politics with me. All right, thank you, bro. You want to tell me your social media and everything? Yeah. So it's uh, LC the artist, and it's E L C E E T H E A R T I S T. And that's literally on every like social media platform. If um, if you don't find me on there, that means that I just didn't know about it or didn't sign up. So <laughs> hit me up on a different one and I'll sign up for it. Just get the vibe. Whoa. Grab another bit of, yeah, you know we got a power. 
Hustling and flexing on your bitch You ain't ready Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.